Welcome to the program. We began this evening with Syria Day 2 and Dennis Ross. If he thinks that the, the balance is fundamentally against him, then he's going, to, he's going to leave. The question is, you have to realize right now, as you put it, this is day two. Yesterday, he experienced a shock, a profound shock. The brain center of his regime, of those who were responsible for running his security, either were killed or wounded. And now the shock effect, as it wears off, he then has to sit back and think, where am I? What's going to happen to me now? Also this evening, Egypt and the future of the Arab Spring throughout the Middle East with David Kirkpatrick, New York Times bureau chief in Cairo. Among the people who think about how to write a constitution for a new republic, uh, rule number one is get the civilians in control. Mm -hmm. Because when the military is controlling the government, that gives them a lot of different ways to influence the writing of the new constitution, and that could have deleterious impacts down the road. It's clear in this case the military wants to be in charge when the Constitution is written, uh, probably because they want, to, they want to protect themselves. They want to protect their privileges. They want to protect themselves from criminal prosecution, perhaps for past corruption or other misdeeds. Finally, this evening, Mexico, where they have a new president recently elected. We talk about the future of that country and also narco-terrorism with Randall Archibald of the New York Times, William Finnegan of the New Yorker magazine, and Joan Grillo author of El Narco, Inside Mexico's Criminal Insurgency. You know, they keep on making every year about $30 billion, they say, selling these drugs to American consumers. Mm. Over 10 years, we're talking about more than a quarter of a trillion dollars. That's why these organizations have got so terrifying. It's being pumped full of money again and again. Syria, Egypt, the Arab Spring, and Mexico, when we continue. Studios in New York City. This is Charlie Rose. We continue our look at the events in Syria on day two with Dennis Ross. He's had long experience in the Middle East, has been at the top level of negotiations and also a participant of the National Security Council and at the State Department. And we want to begin, he is now the counselor at the Institute for Near East Policy. With this question, Dennis, thank you for joining us. Uh, nice to be with you. Thank you. Suppose you're at the top levels of government. What questions are you asking on day two about the events in Syria? Well, I'm probably asking the following questions. Number one, uh, are we seeing anything change in terms of the status of the chemical and biological weapon stops? Number two, uh, are we seeing any sign?